right, so welcome everybody. You are now listening to Drinks with Friends. Today's guest is Marco Mercado, um, better known as Motivated Marco. Uh, this is the podcast where the conversation flows just as much as the drinks. Cheers. Today we're having a little bit of whiskey. All right, now everybody, um, please uh, drink responsibly for you, those of you listening and want to join in, and um, just follow your local alcohol consumption laws. So, Marco, how are you doing? Good, good. How are you doing? Good, good. Just chilling, you know, living through this pandemic. Living through this pandemic is right. <laughs> yeah, we're six, seven months into this year, and we've wasted most of it indoors. Indoors. Yeah. yeah. I really just want this all to be over, but it's... I don't even think we're close to the end, if maybe we're catching up maybe to the middle. I don't think we're close to the end because people just don't want to listen, and I think people are just being selfish, and mm -hmm. they're not thinking about the bigger picture. You know, it's not about telling you specifically to wear a mask or your entire family, it's everybody right now, you know, and it's because it's just what makes sense to do during this time and with what, everything that's going on. So, exactly. I don't know, like, it's crazy, like, how much anger and hate and shit has been built up into me because of this pandemic, but I, it doesn't have to do with, like, it doesn't really have to do with, like, me. It has to do with the fact that I'm just like, why is it so hard for people to abide from, like, these rules, these regulations? My thing is, I just don't understand why wearing a mask is so divisive. Like, how is that how has that become political, where it's like, oh, this side wants you to wear the mask, the other side doesn't care about the mask. It's, it shouldn't be about sides. It should just be one side, and it's like, protect everybody, protect yourself, protect yeah. your family. So people, no, wear a mask. The people that want to make this into a political scene, um, excuse my fucking language, but it's like, I feel like the people that do want to make this into a political scene, they make anything into a political scene. And that's not... That's just not the case. Everything doesn't have to be, everything doesn't have to be politically, you know, like, this is literally, this is basic. This I think it's simple. like a, I think it's like a team mentality, where it's like, oh, you're red? Well, then I'm blue. Like, fuck red. No, no, it's all about blue. And I feel like that's what they've gone with, like, this. It's like, oh, you're wearing a mask? No, no, fuck masks. We're not wearing masks. Yeah. My team doesn't wear masks. And your team's going to be the first ones to Catch it. Catch it. I don't, even want, I don't even want to say, like, die, because it's like, I don't wish that upon anybody, but we can't, the way I see it is, like, we have to look at it the, at the reality of it, and it's just like, we can't be mad if, it's like, take it as this as an example. We're in a classroom. The teacher tells all of us, hey, you guys need to put yourself away, we need to get ready to go to lunch, right? One little kid is going to be like, well, I don't want to do it. And they don't want I don't to want go to and everyone I and then and then with my yeah, and then and there's coloring. Yeah. And then there's mm -hmm. other there's other kids that are like, dude, just like do it. It's like what we're supposed to do. Like, bro, I'm hungry, I'm trying to go to lunch. Can you just like follow yeah. the rules? And, and then they just time. and then they just keep it going. And then they have a couple like, Yeah, you're right, like I don't want to do it either. Boom. No, it's what happens that. then? Like mm -hmm. And honestly, like, at the end of the day, like we live in a world where rules and regulations are put into place. Mm -hmm. Not everyone's going to be happy about it, but at least when it comes to the mask, like, it's just some, it's literally the new norm. It's just what we have to do. And it's, to it, the, the, the wearing the mask, like, I don't know, at this point, it should just be, it just, just should be a movement to, like, get things to go back to, like, what they were. We, everybody misses their life. Everybody misses the Everything bullshit. Being open, they were being able to do Being open, being able to do whatever you want, whatever you please, like. Because I know in the beginning, it was very difficult for me to, like, go into the store and they're telling me, like, oh, you can only buy a certain amount of items on this. Mm -hmm. And they would just be like, what do you, I could buy whatever I want, you know. Like but I have then, the money for it, what are you telling yeah, me? Yeah, so that's, like, once, that's one side of me, and then the other side is just like, you know what, I'm fortunate enough to even get one. That's it, you know. And I, and, and I think that's where, that's where people, that's where people are, like, are failing. Because they're not... They want to look at it from their selfish, selfish perspective, but then they don't want to look at it from the other and the other and this and that. So. I think sometimes I have like a bad mentality about stuff like that. I don't always act on it, but I just don't like being told what not to do. Because then it's like, well, I wasn't thinking about it, but now I kind of want to do it just because you told me no. I go, like, oh, you can only buy, like, let's say, you can only buy like one box of toilet paper. I was like, 
like, I didn't even need toilet paper, and I want to buy two. And I'm not going to act on it, but that, like, little voice in my head is still just like, well, you should get two. Why are they limiting how many you should get? Yeah. And I feel like I at least have that approach where I'm like, I'm not going to act on that. All right, cool. I one, got it. But there's other people that don't have that little filter, and they're like, well, no, no, why are you, you're infringing on my rights is, like, what the go-to that some people say. Sure. And it's like, uh, what no, right? what, what, you have rights to toilet paper, really? Or the people that are like, oh, I have rights, I don't have to wear this mask. Where in the Constitution does it say you have the right to not wear a mask? Yeah. That's not a right. That's just a, that's whatever like, thing that you're just saying it's, to try and get your way. But it's, you know no. what's crazy? Because I feel like in order to keep our, like, head thinking and, like, you know, just like juices flowing kind of thing. I feel like people make up this whole, um, I just had it. I feel like people make up this whole, like, like just make it so complicated when in the reality, it's so simple. Wear the mask when you're out in public. Wear the mask. If you're going to go out to eat, if you're, you know, wear the mask. If you're going to go out to the grocery store, wear the mask. If you're going to go put gas, like, I mean, really up to you, but still, like, wear the mask. And I think with I any think, social interaction, you should wear that. Yeah, I think, I don't know, everything Everything could literally be so simple, and people overcomplicate absolutely everything. And I don't know if that's because they're missing some things in their life that they want to, like, fill it up with, like, this drama or this, like, fiasco or however they want to go about it. But literally, it's wear the mask. Wear the mask. It's not just for you, it's not just for me, it's for everybody. It's This has to do with our human race, being a human being. This isn't political, don't bring God into it, don't bring religion, wear the mask. And like what I was saying with that like little voice in your head that, um, like, well, I want to do it my way and that's it. Um, I think that's just a thing that we have mostly here in America. It's like we're very, it's our way and that's it. Like it could be like something smaller where it's like the world basically runs on the metric system but we don't and they're like but why would we switch we we already have the science put up and you can't take them down you can't just learn anything and adjust with the rest of the world no we're america we're good we're going to stick to the measuring things in like feet and miles instead of kilometers and it's like you could just make that change but we're like we're supposed to find like no this is america we do it our way mm-hmm. and i think that's how they see it with this is like well, i'm not wearing a mask why would I? no you, you can't make me do something i don't want to do when you have other countries like Japan that they're very polite and considerate of other people in their culture that like if someone has a cold or they like start feeling somewhat sick they automatically wear the mask because they want to protect their fellow like person out there and they're like I don't want to pass this on that's that that'd be rude of me to pass it on to someone else I'm gonna just wear my mask and that, that's part of their culture and it's like how come we can't adopt something like that yeah. and I feel like it's just because we have that of no, we do it a certain way, and it's going to be that way. And and I get it because I feel like that's instilled in, like, every human being. We don't want to be told what to do, but at the end of the day, this country isn't in us. We're in this country. We're the ones living in this city. We're the ones living in this state. There's rules. There's regulation. Like, I love how you say, like, oh, like, well, I'm not going to do that just because, like, I don't want to. And at the end of the day, it just comes down to adjusting and adapting and that's going to be with anything oh so if your job tells you so let's put let's put let's put money into it because this is where everyone starts to listen (laughs) let's say that your job literally they're just like you have to wear the mask oh now you're gonna wear it right because you want to get that income so how why is it so hard and this is a really good point i'm gonna make why is it so hard for people to just do something good out of the kindness of their heart for the protection of themselves, their family, and others. But the minute you put $2 into it, it makes all the difference. But before, it wasn't. Like, you know what I'm people saying? People are, like, more influenced if they're money-motivated. It's like, oh, well, now it's affecting my income. Now I have to, like, whoa, yeah. wait, what? Okay, fine, I'll do it. But this, I don't know. I saw this, um, saw this video the other day. I don't know if you've seen it. It was this way and she was at Target. She got to like. Um, was her name Karen? Probably Karen. Yeah, I think she's name is Karen. If I remember correctly, it's Karen. She, so this Karen walked up to like this, um, this uh, like rack of masks. Like, like I mean, at most places they're not selling masks everywhere. Yeah. And she walked over and she started just yanking them off, 
and recording it and being like, no, like I'm done with this, we're done, we're all done, no one has to do this anymore. Just recording herself, tearing this apart. Employees come over, they're like, miss, you have to stop, please, we're going to have to escort you out of the building. Eventually, it just escalates, she keeps recording, she's like, no. So like, she starts cursing, like, fuck this, I'm done, like, we're not doing this anymore, this is canceled. And then it led up to the cops coming, and because um, she's messing with the store on private property for someone's merchandise, and the cops had to show up, and, like, they handcuffed her. And she was like, oh, mm-hmm. you're doing this because, like, of this whatever reason or whatever reason. She's like, I would like to see you try and take me to jail. They, they handcuffed her. They went to her. I think it was, if I remember correctly, I might be wrong, but they were in her garage because they tracked her down where she lived. The cops came over, and they, like, talked to her. She gave her side, but she was being belligerently drunk with defiance towards, like, the cops. They just turned around, took off the phone, and, like, handcuffed her, and they are like, you're going away. Sorry. Like, you were... It's like, just, just wear the mask. How, how is a stand of masks personally affecting you? Other people might want to wear it. Just because it bugs you, you really have to go to a store and, like, knock all this down? It's like, why would you do that? I think one of the parts that she, like, shouted at the cops, I think was so stupid, she was like, it's because I'm Jewish. I'm, like, 90% sure that's what she said. And she was like, this is because I'm Jewish. And she threw, like, that out there. And I was like, what does that have to do with anything? We're not doing this because, oh, you destroyed that, like, for what reason? But now you're getting reprimanded for it. And you're like, oh, it's because I'm Jewish. I'm being reprimanded. No, you're being reprimanded because you fucked with someone's property. You're out of business and you fucked with the property. And it's again, not because you're Jewish. See, and again, it's so simple. You fucked with someone's property. You, you possibly knew what... Like, you possibly knew what the outcomes of that was going to be, and you thought, oh, I'm just going to get a slap on my wrist. Like, no. People get taken away for shit like that. That's that's not okay. You know? That's not okay. Like, that's basically the equivalent of looting a place. You know? Like, you don't just, just get to loot a place, and, like, if the cops, and shows, and the cops show up, and you're like, oh, what, what about it? You can't just be defiant and be like, oh, what? what I'm going to be reprimanded now? Because I did that. Yes, of course you are. You messed up. You broke one of the rules of society that we have stapled. Like, don't fuck with other people's shit. Especially at a place of business. And now you're like, oh, I'm seeing all surprised. Like, why are you here to arrest me? Yeah. Well, you messed up. You did something wrong. And there's rules. And if you mess something up, you're going to get reprimanded. Yeah. For it. Like, I'll be honest. I hate wearing the mask. That shit's annoying. It bugs me too. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> sweaty guy and I sweat through my face. So obviously, this is going down in here. Mm-hmm. You know, like, let's just say, like, literally, like, I take it off every now and then just trying to get a breather in. I don't feel like anyone in the hospital, you know, like, that's part of their job. I feel like they don't like wearing it, but they do, you know? But I'm going to still wear it, though, because it's not about me. Mm-hmm. It's about what we're trying to do to get back to get back to the old times, you know, get back to the old times. But at this point... You guys want to put up this this fight about the mask and this? All right, this is going to like December then January. Top. It just keeps getting. Oh, you, you guys are still talking about it. February, March. We've literally lost the whole year now. We this started this. You know the the shutdown, the quarantine, the pandemic. Everything started like what, like mid March again. Mid March, and we knew about it in February. And I just hate that it was like, oh, it's not going to be that bad. It's going to be fine. And then I was like, oh, it's, I, I honestly thought it was going to be like the, um, I forget the actual name, but it was, I know we refer to it a lot as the swine flu. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's probably just going to be like that. It's not going to be a big deal. People are going to get scared. It's going to go away. And I thought the same thing too. But I saw like it progressing and it just growing. And I was like, this might be a little bit more. I was like, okay, we might have to actually like be more careful and all that stuff. But I didn't think it was going to get to the level that we're at now. Once we started getting closer to my job, they were like, you know, we're going to close down for two weeks because business is slow and not, not enough people are traveling. And I was like, all right, two weeks vacation, not bad. We are months in to being closed at, like, where I work. And I'm like, when, when, is, when do we go back? I'm hoping we go back. I've been wanting to go back. But it's like, we don't know because people won't listen to the rules. They won't do what they're told. Like, it's, it's really hard to get, what is it, like, 400 million people here in America that are, like, Everybody just do the same thing. And it's really hard to get that many people to do it. Yeah. But I honestly think if we could just, like, be like, what should have happened instead of the way we handled it is, like, all right, everybody, you have three weeks to stock up. We know that this virus lasts for 14 days. And after that, we should be fine. So we're going to close down for 14 days. Two weeks, 
everything's closed. Besides hospitals, firefighters, policemen, all the, the actual essentials, the actual essentials will stay open. Everyone else stay home. Whatever you got, it's only two weeks, fourteen days. You can miss a paycheck. I mean, it's going to be hard for some people, low income, but that's when they could have like given that relief, and it would have been less than what they've already given out now. Yeah. And they would have been for for fourteen days. We're going to be closed. You have three weeks to stock up. I feel like we would have run low on some stuff, but if they were if they set the limits at that point, and they were like, you can't buy more than this, because, I mean, what family uses more than fucking two giant stacks of toilet paper or whatever else they were running out of? They would have limited the amounts of stuff like they're doing now, of you can purchase. From the beginning, for those three weeks, everyone buys everything that they need for those 14 days that were closed. But during that three-week period, everything shuts down for 14 days, and we would have been fine. It would have been minimalized by a whole lot more. No one's traveling for business. Everything is closed. Everyone can miss out a week, because now we've missed out on more than that. We've taken a big economic hit, and like you said, let's talk money, where people actually pay attention and they listen. If we had done that, if that had been the plan, cool, we're shooting for 14 days, we wouldn't have lasted months now, which we've lost so much more money. If we had done it that way, we would have been done with it. But I just think it was handled poorly. They didn't take it as serious, and one thing oh, it was too serious, it was too late to do that. It was, it was definitely handled poorly, and, you know, at the end of the day, like, we only have one person to blame for that. I'm not going to mention names, but it is what it is. And, um, and yeah, like, that, that, that's pretty much what happened, you know. I was, I was blessed. I was blessed enough to continue working, you know. But at the end of the day, it didn't come easy to my organization. Like, they had to, like, fight for us to continue working, you mm-hmm. know. And I guess that's, that's the part where you could really see if a... You could really see if a company values you or if you're you're just another number, you're just another individual that can be replaced in the quickness. You know what I mean? Like and I don't know, I just I just feel like we're talking about all the you know, we're talking about all the the negative that came out of this, you know, the, the, the stuff that's still going on, the way that people are reacting. But there definitely was positive to this if you want to look at it that way. And I only say that because everyone's very different. Because of this pandemic, I was actually I was actually able to work on things that I would have never started before. You know, different projects, different self-care things, this, this, and that. Um, certain things I wanted to do. I was never going to do it before. Yeah. Because we're always blaming, uh, we're always blaming, oh, there's not enough time, there's not enough time. There's not enough, the main two reasons like there's not enough time or there's not enough money. Exactly. And this one thing that I saw on social media the other day was like, if this shutdown, this pandemic has not brought out the hustle in you, you never had it. You never had it because that's the main two reasons. I don't have enough time and I don't have enough money. Most of the people now have enough time because you're not working. And if you're not working, you're collecting that unemployment, so you have the money. You have money and you have time. So if you don't bring it out in you now, you never had it. So you can stop blaming all those other reasons, and it's literally just, you you just can't. No, and I agree. I think, you know, just because, like, I'm the type of person, like, if there's a will, there's a way. I'm not going to come up for an excuse for A, B, and C. I don't have time for that. That that takes time within itself that I'm already losing, you know. So I hate when people say, like, oh, there isn't enough time. I have done literally, like, ten errands in one day. And I was still able to have, like, my little smoke breaks, you know, smoking, whatever. Go Maybe go to the bar, have, like, a drink. I was still able to, like, you know, digest food. So I think one of the positives in this pandemic, which I hope everyone got, but, I mean, reality is that not everyone got it, mm-hmm. was to show you that, oh, there's if time. You, there, if there, there's time, and if you want to make it happen, you're going to make it happen. One no, way it's like, it's like how they say, like, you know, because it's very true. Oh, if you want to make time to, like, see a friend or make time for somebody, you can make that time. You can make it. Seriously. Like, seriously. Like, I swear, like, there, there's there been days where I hang out with, like, four or five different friends for, like, maybe two-hour periods, and then I move on, and then I move on, and then I move on. You know Because there, there like, is always time. Because, I mean, let's go through a regular day. Everyone wakes up, they hear the alarm, if they turn the alarm. And what does most people do? They, they snooze it. They stop it. Or they, they wake up, but they're like, I'm just going to lay in bed for like five more minutes, ten more minutes. And then you like kind of wake up. Maybe you grab your phone. Now you're on your phone for like 
I'll just grab my phone for a little bit, check to see if anyone messaged me last night. 10, 15, 20 minutes later, wasted on your phone, if not longer, you're still in bed just on your phone. Mm-hmm. So there was time for that, but there wasn't enough time to call a friend, call a family member, or use that towards reading. You know, go crazy. out for a jog. You know, there is time. Just today, I went to go get a manicure and a pedicure with um, Bianca. Mm-hmm. I went to go do that. Right after I went home, I packed up like my name and stuff, you know, because you know, pool and everything. Like that. Yeah. And then, you know, I took the dogs out. Mm-hmm. I played with the dogs for a little bit, and then I was heading over here. And then there was a friend I haven't talked to in a while, and I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna give her a call. I talked to her my entire week here. Got myself something to eat. Ate it, now I'm here. How many things did I do already? And it's it's barely about a week. Mm-hmm. You know There's what I'm saying? Time. Like there is time. We like people. You need to stop making excuses. You're not gonna get anywhere with that. You need to stop making excuses, and you have to remind yourself that there's a will, there's a way. You know, and sometimes that will is gonna come tough. But it'll all come in the way. I think personally for me, like one of the things that I always try to remind myself to like keep myself motivated or keep myself to like do something is like you only have one life. You get one life. So why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? You don't get a do-over. You have a dream, go do it. That's also how I like to see like whenever like I'm upset or I have an argument, that's a waste of time. I see an argument as something maybe necessary because you need to hash it out, but I also see holding a grudge or staying upset for long periods of time as a waste of time. Yeah, because that's, that's, that. that's wasted time. When you're angry at someone, that's I personally see it as a waste of time. It's like, all right, cool, we have a problem. Sit yeah. down. Let's talk about it. Let's communicate through it and get past it. Why? Because if not, we're wasting time. You're going to be mad at me for two, three days, a week, a month, a year for a long because. time, and we're wasting that time being upset when we could just hash it out, get through it, and move on. We only get one life and you're wasting time on that? No, it's stupid. And Just see, deal with it. See, what I don't like about like the whole holding grudges, you know, like the whole holding grudges to me is like, you know, you think like, oh, like I'm just going to hold the grudge and that's going to be that. No, you're holding the grudge and then the minute one person asks you about that situation or why you feel that way towards someone, boom, you bring it up again. Boom, you bring it up again. And after and after. And it's just like, I don't have time for that. Dude, like, literally, like, I've always said, I've always said this, because literally, like, if people have beef with me, it's really one-sided, because I don't, I don't really care. Because if we couldn't hash it out back then, but you're still thinking about it, that's not my problem at this point. Like, like, personally, me, like, I remember when people would, like, stop talking to me for some time, like, whether it be girls, guys, this, that, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm the type of person, I acknowledge my faults. You know, it might take me some time, you know, depending on the situation. I acknowledge my faults. That's why I'm saying. And that's, that's just how I am. And I'll I'm not going to hold, I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold the grudges, like, regards to anybody. You know, there's not one person I could think of because I don't have that time and I don't have that energy. It's I am, I am building my empire right now. I want to leave my legacy before it's like too late. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. There's so much stuff that I want to do. And even during this pandemic, I was able to do that because I wasn't so focused on the negatives and the downs of this pandemic. I took it as an opportunity to thrive even more. That's what I that's what I took it as. Because my mom has always taught me it's not what happens to you, it's how you decide to react about it. And if you want to you want to be all depressed and whiny and this and that, go ahead. But that's that's not what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm gonna do at all. I could the the amount of stuff that I've done during this pandemic, whether it was you know whether it was indoors like self care, any of those like you know just any of those things that everyone should focus on, will be here for a couple hours because that's how much I did. Mm-hmm. Of course, I had my days where obviously I don't want to do anything that comes regular. Yeah, you know everyone everyone has everyone has those lazy days. You know I had my little vacation. I go back to work on Monday. You know what I'm saying? Blessed that I go back to work on Monday, but I had my little vacation. And I was pretty lazy during that vacation, but the thing with that is just because I never enjoyed it. I was always stressing about work. I was always stressing about, okay, like my support plan, this, that, the kids, um, the new people, who am I going to be working with, the social worker, the counselor. And this time I was just like, you know what? 
this pandemic showed me that when that comes, that will be the time to worry about it. But for now, I'm enjoying my time. I was, you know, I was reading. I was um, doing a lot of like, you know, just watching a lot of motivational videos to start off the day. I did a lot of cleaning. I got rid of a lot of things that I like have at the house. Um, like I said, it can, it can go on and on and on. I saw friends, you know, I saw friends. I saw family members. I went on, you know, I was constantly going to California too, like to visit my brother, to be out there with, you know, to be out there with Richard, to be out there with my family. Like, I don't know, like, if you, if you really decided to just waste your time during this pandemic, just like looking down on it in the world, then you let it win. You let it beat you. You know what I'm saying? You let it, you let it affect you in the way that they want it to affect you. And I don't know, like, I get it because, like, my name is Motivated Marco. And that's <laughs> what I try to, you know, that's what I try to express to all my followers, to all my people. Motivation. And motivation. But at the end of the day, I, I'm a human being and I've been through it. And I know there's going to be times when I'm crying, you know. But I'll cry for five minutes, and the rest of the day I'm pick yourself back up and let's go. Yeah, because oh well, you know. I have cried on my way to like important meetings, board meetings. I've cried. I've cried on my way to like work. But the minute I get there, I'm wiping off these tears, and we're gonna get it. Mm -hmm. It's a brand new day. You know what I'm saying? So of course, all that is gonna happen. We're human beings. It's emotions. We're all gonna go through it. We just we just all go about it differently. You know. And there's a, there's a lot of things that I'd rather deal with my deal with myself because I know how I can be um, I know how I can be during those times and honestly like sometimes it's just ugly you know mm -hmm. and that's why I'd rather deal with it by myself because then I don't want to affect somebody like around me you know you know what I mean like I don't wanna I don't I don't wanna affect like how they're thinking or oh now they're worried about me like no 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 I got this mm -hmm. I'll figure it out. You got it. You'll, you know, you'll get through. And honestly, I, I see it as like, this thing isn't over. So if you haven't started, start now and start thinking about yourself, what you want to do in the future. Do you want to stay at this job? Do you want to find something better? Do you want to invest your time and energy in something else? Do you, you know, do you want to get into, do you want to get into stocks? Do you want to get into, you know, do you want to get into business? Do you want to buy a house? Like, don't let a pandemic stop you it makes it a little bit more difficult yes it shouldn't have taken a pandemic to start on all this stuff that you want to jump into exactly. but exactly but it happens and if that's what's going to get you off the couch and like get you to do something new try new things go new places then so be it if that's what it took all right it shouldn't have had to but if it did like use it like it just take advantage of it we still got plenty of time before any of this is over yeah and and it shouldn't have happened but at the end of the day like we are human beings, and we make mistakes. But if we don't learn from those mistakes, we're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. We're just going to keep repeating those same mistakes. We're going to keep using the same excuses. You know what I'm saying? We're going to keep blaming the same people and the same things. Well, I didn't get this done because this... No. You didn't get it done because you didn't want to get it done, and it's yeah. that simple. You know? At least for me, personally, one of the things that I've always like also talked about doing, um, besides this podcast... Uh, <laughs> that I finally started was also um, investing in stocks, like you mentioned. Mm. That's actually something I was like, oh, maybe one day like I'll like start doing it. And I remember right before this pandemic even started, before the shutdown happened, I was like with one of my coworkers, and he's like, yeah, when I he's uh, he's a little bit older than me. He's like, yeah, when I was like 18, I jumped into like um, investing in stocks, and it was really different because now you can do it on your phone. He's like, before I yeah, have to like people, I yeah, have to like manually do that by hand and like all this stuff. And he's like. It took me a while. He's like, my friends would invite me out and be like, nah, it's cool. I'm not, I'm not going out this weekend. He's like, there's some weekends I took off and like I didn't go out and I didn't go to the club. I didn't go dancing. I didn't do any of that because all my my paycheck was not going to drinking and hanging out with friends and dancing and all that stuff. No, my paycheck went to investing in my future. He's like, I started that at 18. And uh, then he's don't like, even remind me the amount of <laughs> fucking money that I've spent at bars, clubs, yeah. like. Oh, I'll, I got the next round. Oh my god! It bucket was of such, beer. Who wants? A, I'll get a bucket of beer. Su I'll dude, get a bottle. It was such a learning experience because I look at it now <laughs> and I'm just like, 
whoa. Yeah. I I would have been fucking rich right now. And that's the amount of money I was spending. He's like, I saw my friends doing all this stuff, and he's like, they were all telling me, (laughs) they were all telling me, and they were like, oh, what are you, like, you're wasting your time putting in money on that. He's like, by the time I reached to be, like, 27, he's like, I had a good amount of money. He's like, I'm not going to tell you specifically, but he's like, I had a couple thousand, and I started with, like, basically nothing. He's like, but I managed it, and then once I had, like, more money, I got other people to help me manage it and whatever. And um, eventually, he was telling me how, like, his his father had to have, like, this uh, operation, but his insurance wouldn't cover it. He was mm-hmm. short a couple K, but luckily this is this this guy, he had been investing since he was eighteen. And he was like, "How much are you missing?" And he's like, "I'm missing like let's say I forget the exact number, but let's say I think it was like somewhere around the neighborhood of like fifteen to twenty K." He's like, "I don't have that." He's like, "I don't know what I'm gonna do," and then he contacted his father's insurance and was like, "I'm gonna put this up," and then um, just. Just don't tell him that I did it because he won't accept it. Mm-hmm. He won't accept it. He's, he, he, that's just the kind of man that his dad was. He's like, just tell him that the insurance ended up covering it. They reviewed it and it got covered. And that's what happened. The dad got a phone call from the insurance. Hey, sir, we're going to go ahead and do it. It got reviewed. It got approved. We're going to go ahead and do it. Man got the operation, everything. To this day, he still doesn't know it's not paid for. And he's like, that's the secret I got to take to my grave because my man, my, my old man, he's that kind of mentality where he's like I'm, i don't accept handouts and he's like, i would never tell him that but i did that for my father and i was only able to do that because i invested because i i, I started out young and i was able to raise enough money yeah and he was telling me all this and i was like you know it, like i don't know if something like that's ever going to happen to me but i would never want to find out that my dad can't get better because of money issues and i, I wasn't able to help well so i started like jumping into it and i'm starting out small i'm still like learning i'm jumping on reddit and like Finding people that invest more than I do and learn what they're doing. Yeah, and no, it's a, it's a find process. Find out that way. And I've, I've made a little bit of money in the past couple months that I've, I've jumped into it. And oh, it's, been, it's, it's been okay. You know, it's not thousands of dollars. It's just like a couple of dollars here and there. But it's like I wake up the next day and it's like, oh, shit. Like my money went up by like $10 and I literally didn't do anything. Nothing. Right? I, I was sleeping and I made $10 in my sleep. Yeah. And I think it's just another way of me diversifying my money and kind of making it work for me. I think at some point I want to reinvest even more money into it and have it work more for me at a higher level. But right now I'm still just kind of getting a feel for it. Yeah. No, and I'm glad that you that you that, you know you brought up that story about your friend because um, another example when this whole pandemic hit, all of my family, you know, my immediate family, mom, dad, brother, they all work in. Um, what's it called? In the casinos, in the food and you know, food and beverage industry, whatever. And instead of instead of me taking this pandemic like, ah, oh, now it's all gonna fall on me, depending on how things go. Ah, oh, now I'm gonna, you know, like my my parents are gonna be asking me for money, this, this and that, right? I could have taken it like that. You know? Yeah. Right, okay. I could have um I could have taken it like that. Yeah. But I decided to be like, you know what? I, if I have to step it up, then I'm just going to step it up and I'll be giving, you know, I'll be giving my, um, what do you call it? I'll be giving my parents money. I'll be sending money to my brother. Like, that's it, you know? And that's just how I, that's just how I decided. That's just how I decided to take it. Because again, it's about the reaction. It's how you go about things. Again, adjustment, adapting, you know? My job was extremely difficult for, like, what I do, you know? It was extremely difficult to transition to working from home, volunteering, dropping off stuff to, like, students and their families, like, dropping stuff off, like, at their doorstep and, you know, things here and there. Like, it was very, it was very difficult, but I somehow had to adapt and I somehow had to adjust to that, you know? And I don't know, like, it also matters, like, the people that you are surrounded by, you know? Because I feel like me and you, for example, like, we were checking up on each other constantly, like, hey, how are you doing, this, this, and that, you know? And we're, we're just there, like, oh, everything, you know, everything's fine. Or me and you are honest with each other and be like, dude, everything's not fine. Struggling this with is this, what's going on, with that. like, whatever, you know? And I think... 
I don't know. It, it, like, that's that's another thing I want to point out here. Like, you need to watch who you surround yourself with, you know? Because if you're not surrounding yourself with, like, those, like, you're not surrounding yourself with those, like, positive people that are really going to influence your life. And there's been, there's been so many people that I don't necessarily cut out of my life. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the type of person to cut anybody out of my life. It's just not who I am. Yeah. Because I feel like eventually, cheers, cheers. I feel like eventually, I might need that person, or they might need me for something. Mm-hmm. You know, we we learned we learned it in college. Connections are a really big thing. It really is. And a lot of the people that I met, oh, like it's it's just true. I have my different friend groups. I have the people I go to parties with. I have the people that I'll ask advice for. You know, I have the people that. Like, oh, like, I just really want to just go get a drink. I have those people, and, you know, I just want to, like, chat, let some things out. You know, I, I have my I have my, I have my different groups, and I feel like that should be everybody. I don't think... I feel like there's different friends for different occasions. Definitely. Different, different moments in life. Definitely. And I feel like I used to have, like, a ton of friends, but they weren't all close friends. Or maybe I just called people that I knew my friends. And the older I get, the more I realize, like, these are my actual friends. And I think I've been blessed with friends such as yourself Mm -hmm. that I'm actually super close to that have been there for a lot of stuff. And a lot of the, um, maybe, I wouldn't want to phrase it that way, maybe it's the wrong word for it, but, like, hardships that I've gone through. And I've been able to count on, like, certain friends like such as yourself, like I said. And I think now I've reached a point where, like, I guess another analogy would be like, I know who's going to be at my wedding kind of thing. Or yeah. I know who's going to be at the backyard events that we're going to have later on. And like, we're going to have like our kids running all over the place. Like, I, I know who's going to be that group now. Yeah. And I think before I didn't, before maybe it's just like, I just had a lot of people that I like to have around. And maybe that's just like a personal thing where like I was feeling a void with friendships, but. Maybe it happens to other people. I feel like other people, they do lose friendships along the way. And sometimes it's for a good reason. And if they come back, it's because it was supposed to come back. That's that's a friendship. And I know, like, I've had friends where, like, I don't talk to you for, like, maybe a month or two. But then we talk again. And it's, like, we never just stop. And I feel like that's part of being a really good friend to somebody. You know, it's crazy. I, um, one of my best friends had uh, just came into town. She graduated from, uh, I think, like, Baylor University. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, shout out Jocelyn for graduating. She got her bachelor's and everything, and she she moved out to Texas right out. after. Um, she moved out to Texas right after we graduated. Like probably stayed in Vegas like maybe like one or two more months, and then Get she was off Texas. to a a new journey. It was with her family too. It wasn't just on her own. So, okay. Um, you know, it was a journey, and it was crazy because she came back. And then I threw, like, a little kickback. Literally, less than 10 people, if people are going to fucking press me about this. Um, and so it was party. Everyone wore masks. <laughs> yeah, type shit. <laughs> but literally, like, it was something small, you know? And yeah. we all had a good time. And it was just crazy to, like, see everybody there. And, it, like, I have a different friendship with each of them, you know? I have a different friendship with Jocelyn, that I have my friendship with Bianca, that I have my friendship with Janelle that was there, that... I have with my homie Brian that was there, that I have with, um, uh, what's it called, my friend like Elizabeth that was there. Like, I have different friendships with all of them, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think it was crazy because I was always taught, like, like those friends are going to come back if, like, if they need to be, like, in their life, you know? And it was nice for all of us to just get together and kind of just, like, oh, another friend of mine was, like, Lupe, that's another friendship I, I have differently. And I think... It was just awesome to like see everybody like still getting together and you know what I'm saying like hanging, hanging out. out and just seeing like you know just hoping the hoping the hoping for the 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 best for them you know I hope the best for dude, I hope the best for people I met in college that I can fucking stand at the end of the day like you're not gonna get anywhere with hate you mm-hmm. know just send send people off on their way you know like one thing I will say that before I used to have so many acquaintances. I'm not gonna say that they're friends. I think friends. that's what I it was for a, me too. I had so many acquaintances, especially I think I had a joining lot of acquaintances, but I called them friends. I yeah. think I, I think I just labeled them the wrong word, 
but it was mostly just like people I knew or knew of, and I would still call them friends for some reason. I don't know if maybe that's just my nature of being too friendly. Could be, because I was too friendly too, but I think I reached the point where I started, you know, every now and then everyone needs to go MIA, you know, mm-hmm. like as much as I want to be like the the therapist friend type of thing, you know, want to be there for everybody and enlighten and motivate and encourage and you know, all, that other, all that other good shit that I'm always thinking about, there's times where I just need to be left alone. There's times where I just need to be with myself and I, I, I go MIA on like my man. I go MIA on my parents, you know, we live in the same house and I'll still go like MIA on them because it's just something that I need to do, you know. And I think during those times that I was like just focusing on myself, I started seeing who were the real friends, who were not, who's contacting me. I'm not just contacting them, you yeah, know. I, so like, that, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's very. That's important. a big one. That's, that's a big, a big one. one there because you may have a lot of people that you hit up all the time. Oh, for sure. But how many people actually hit you up? If you just, you know, I'm not gonna text anybody for a week and let's see who texts me. You're gonna really see who's like there for you and who's not. For sure. And I've done that, like, not recently, but I remember I did that maybe last time I did it was maybe two, three years ago, mm. where I thought about the same thing, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to text anybody. I wasn't dating anybody at the time, so I was like, so there's no one I need to, like, update, yo, what am I doing? Yeah. yeah. But um, <laughs> I just, you know, I, I'm just going to put my phone down. I'll just be on social media and everything, but I'm not going to, like, send no messages, make no calls, nothing. And I wanted to see who actually hit me up. And I was like, these are the people that I need to focus more Did on. Did I know you back then? Did I hit you? Yeah. Oh, you hit sure. me up. I was like, wait, were we friends back <laughs> yeah. then? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> hey, you hit me up. And I was and I was like, okay, these these are the people that I actually want to hang out with. These are, like I said, these are the people that are going to be on my wedding. These are the people that are going to be at the backyard chindigs <laughs> that I'm going to be throwing oh, yeah. on later on. And I was like, I want my kids to hang out with their kids. I want... To continue this on past like just knowing them in college, knowing them in high school, knowing them from work. These are the people that I care about. Oh, for sure. These are the people that I'm going to invite over for a game night or kind of stuff like that. Yeah. And that helped me realize who is actually there for me and who's not. Or another thing was like, yo, I have this problem. No questions asked. I need you to be here right now. And again, those people would show up. And I appreciate the hell out of them, and if they ever hit me up with the same thing, I don't care what I'm doing, I could be in the middle of something very important, I'd be like, no, you were there for me, I'm going to put down what I got to do, and I will be there for you. Like, as an example, one of my friends from high school, one time, like, I was sleeping, I was sleeping in my bed, and I got, like, a phone call, I believe, or it might have been a text, Mm. but I remember I woke up, and I got the news that um, their baby had just been born. Mm. Their first baby had just been born, and it was born premature. And they were, like, with tubes and everything, you know, just making sure that the baby was okay. Mm-hmm. But they were, like, my baby's born premature. She's here right now, and I'm freaking out. And I was, like, all right, cool. I'll be right there. Click. Shower. Change. I'm on my way. Because that's someone that I value a lot. And as soon as they told me, hey, something's going on with me, I'm there. And I know that's someone uh. else that I can rely on. And they have done it before where they've been there for me, where I was all like, yo, you need help? I'm here for you. And that's someone that I saw that way without a thought. I didn't have to be like, oh, I don't know. I mean, my bed's really comfortable. I just woke up. No. It was like, you need help? Cool. I'm on my way. I'll be right there. Let me shower. I'll be right there. I remember that that happened with one of my friends, actually one of my, uh, one of my pledge bros from like when I went through with, uh, when I went through with uh, cases. And I remember like, you know, I, I won't spill too much detail because it's kind of, like, personal. Mm-hmm. But I just remember, like, I just remember, like, it was, it, it just sucked, the, the the info, the info I had just gotten, you know what I mean? And I remember, like, I think I had barely joined at this time, so we still had, like, our, our pledge class, like, chat and stuff like that. And I remember, like, I remember, like, asking, like, who's up, you know, and boom, like, five, six different people, what's up, what's going on? And it was always, it was always like that, you know, I'm sure it was like that, too, with, with, uh, you know, with your plus class, your line, and all that, and I remember, like, one of the first, one of the first ones was, you know, a very close friend of mine that I haven't even hung out with in a minute, but, like, for sure, that dude is, like, going to be a part of my wedding, I already told him, like, a year or two ago, because that was, like, one of my, like, closest like 
friends throughout my, you know, my, my fraternity experience. And I remember, like, you know, I told him the news. I told him the news that I got. And immediately he was like, I'm on my way. And those are real friends. Nothing is, there is nothing like they won't do. Like, they will Uber to you if they have to. They will Uber, that, they will walk, they have their significant because other. Because it's that serious. They will put whatever they got to do down and go and do yeah. it for you. And you got and you got to, you got to, you got to pay attention to those kinds of things. Who are the people that are going to do that for you, you know? Mm-hmm. And if you don't have those kinds of people, hey, you need it's not people. too late. You need new people, and you will find them eventually. And you need to start, like, what's it called? You need to start, like, manifesting that you will have those people in, like, your, in life. your life. You know what I mean? Because before, I was the same as you. I, I, I used to have so many acquaintances, but I would call them friends. You know, I would just call them friends. And now, now that I'm, like, getting older, no, I had a shit ton of acquaintances in college. You know what I mean? People you had one amazing conversation with and you still follow with, like, on social media, you know? And you just follow up with each other and, like, it's crazy because Richard would be like, wait, but who's this? Who's that? And I'm like, oh, well, like, I met her here. Oh, I met him here. I, you know, and it just goes on and on and on, you know? And I remember, like, one time Richard was just like, but who are your real friends though? And I was like, oh, these right here. And I actually showed them like the, what's it called? You're actually on it. I showed them the, <laughs> the favorites of like, you know, people that you can call, text whenever, like, you know, like whatever. And I showed him that and he was like, oh, okay, I see that. And it's just like, yeah, I haven't, I haven't edited that, that list since I got my phone. It wasn't, you know what I mean? it wasn't that long ago. I think it was like maybe a week ago, a couple days ago mm-hmm. where I was like, if I were to invite people to my wedding, who would I actually invite? And I started making a list. And in my head, I was like, man, I'm going to have hella people at my wedding. I'm going to need hella money. I was like, I'm going to have like a 500 like people list of like people that are coming to my wedding. Damn, mm-hmm. I'm going to get hella gifts. I'm going to like need hella money, hella food. And then I actually started making the list. And I was like, the people that I actually want to show up to my wedding, on my side, it's less than 100. And I was like, over here in my head, I'm just like, I need hella, like all this stuff. So many people. It's a big ass wedding. You know. It's like, I just need the most important. Once I actually, like, had to make a list of, like, the favorite people, the people I know are going to show up, the people I can 100% trust and love. Yeah. It's not that long. And I was all like, what the hell am I talking about 500 people showing up to my wedding? No. Dude, I think about that when it comes to, like, me having, um, like, a, you know, just graduate, just graduation party for, like, my when I get my bachelor's. And I remember at first I was like, oh, like I'm gonna have so much, so many people there, you know. And then I start looking at it, and sometimes I'll be like, would I invite them? And I'll be like, no. And then Wait, oh, they would always I, play. They don't show you know? up. Or I'll be like, oh, would I invite them? I'll be like, yeah, for sure. Whether she goes or not, like I'm gonna invite her. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, yeah, no, it's it's a, uh, I don't know. You just it's it's so many things that you start to learn with age. You know, it's funny because. Us being, I'm 24, you're 25 then, right? Yeah. Because we're, we're here. Oh, I mean, you got to throw it out there, but... My bad. But <laughs> um, I think it's crazy because before I used to hear like, oh, you're at that age where you think you know everything. And back then, we're just like, but we do. But I do. But I do. Of course though. I do. Like, I'm you're 18. Mad. I you know, know the world. Yeah. I'm an and, adult now. And do you now, know who I am? I'm 18. Dude, and now I look back at that or like when I see someone like acting like that or when I have to remind someone of that, I'll be like... Oh, you don't even know, because I didn't even know. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, like, sit down. You're 18, you know the world? Sit down. <laughs> you have a lot to experience. Sit down. Literally. Or, like, I remember, like, you know, I remember, like, um, you know, still being a part of my fraternity, like, going to, like, the parties or seeing, like, who the fuck are, like, these new guys and stuff like that. Yeah. And I remember, like, you know, just seeing some of the way that some of them would act, I'd be like, what the fuck? But then I'd remind myself, I was like, nah, I was worse than him, so... <laughs> straight up like it is what it is like, there's a lot of people where i'm like you need to sit down it's just and listen and experience but then i'm like damn i was a lot worse than you it's though. just a weird it's a weird age you know it is what i'm saying it's a weird age where you're just like am i an adult am i not am i still a kid am i this i feel am like I... it's the same thing when you turn 12 so maybe you're 14 where it's that awkward stage of your life where like i'm growing up but i'm still a kid and this happens again when you're out of high school and you're going into college or the adult life or whatever, it's the same thing. It's like, I'm not a kid anymore, but I'm, I'm an adult yet. Yeah. I'm grown. It's like, you no, you still got to experience that. You know There's what? I, more. You know what's crazy? I live by 
literally telling myself in the mirror, like, you're a fucking king, right? Mm. But at the same time, you still don't know shit, so go learn something today. I think that's one of the most important things that I've learned is it's lifelong learning. You never stop learning. And if you think you know it all, you don't. You don't know anything. That's when you have a problem. You're like, oh, I know it all. This this is my world. I do whatever I want. I know everything. I own it. No, you don't. No, you have to keep learning. Every single day, there is more stuff to learn. You, a person, I mean, not specifically you, but I'm talking generally, but a person that has never moved out of their town, never traveled, you know everything at the age of 18, at the age of 21, at the age of 22? No. There's more to experience. It's lifelong learning. There's still people that are like 40 years old and they'll be talking to like someone, let's say that they're 70, and the 70 year old will be like, son, he's sure. talking down to you. He's like, calm down. Calm down. You need to learn. And there might be someone even older than him, 90 years old, be like, boy, calm down. You have no. more to learn. Wait when till I... you see when you're <laughs> my age. And it's always, it's lifelong learning. And it, I think it's, I think that's something important that I've always like thought about. It's like, I don't know everything. I don't. And I will admit when I'm wrong, and I will, I personally seek out new things that I want to understand, new things that I want to know, and I want to keep up to date to everything. When I say, like, you don't know everything, my equivalent to that, because of, like, the way that I talk, is, like, you don't know shit. You seriously don't, you know? But it's true, like, I remember, like, my mom telling me that, my dad, my brother, I remember, like, you know, just, like, older, you know, just older people that I had in my life. And I look at it now, and I'm just like, who the fuck did I think I was back then? Like, bro, you weren't shit. <laughs> what you did know you what I'm know? Saying? Like, what did you know? You thought you were the shit, and you're not. Like, like it, it. No, it, it, it's crazy. But honestly, like, we all have we all have to go through that learning experience. Mm-hmm. Like, we have to go through, it. and that's the thing. We have to just go through these experiences, whether they go good, whether they, they go bad. You know, that's when like. The whole like saying like risk it for the biscuit kind of thing comes in <laughs> comes into play because yeah. it's true like we have to go through all these we have to go through all these life experiences you know like like for instance like like a life experience you're gonna have to go through is getting a big boy job or a big girl job and seeing that whoa this thing is on a whole nother level because i have to be like dependent on myself or when when you have to learn to like make time for this, make time for that, when you have to come down to the realization of like, you know, like living with yourself is like so lonely and you want to surround yourself with people and all of it is such a learning experience. Like I get, and this is the thing, I feel like everyone needs to get to the point where you're going to be excited to learn because something is always, something is always out there. You know what I'm saying? And this is where one of my favorite quotes comes into play. Like, if I don't know something, fine. That's that's cool. Educate me. Don't belittle me. You know what I'm saying? The amount of family members that I had to like educate on like like the the Black Lives Matter movement and all that stuff going on, like mm-hmm. I'm glad that I had family members that um I could literally educate them on it or see like my point of view, see their point of view, why it's right, why it's wrong, what's right, what's wrong you know, all that stuff, and I think, I think it's important, and I think we just, it's something we have to remind ourselves about, is I don't know everything, which my equivalent is, you don't know shit, you know, educate me, don't belittle me, and if I'm able to educate you, and that's awesome, because that means the world is just going in full circle, and something you didn't know before, now my you know. 50-year-old uncle, mm-hmm. now you know. Something I didn't know before from my 30-year-old aunt, now I know. And I think we have to just, we have to be okay with that. And, like, we have to, like, put the pride aside. We have to, like, I don't know, like, at the end of the day, I see it as, like, everybody in this world, you ain't shit. I see that with everybody. You ain't shit, but you're getting there. And you're going places. I'm fucking ecstatic for you. I'm happy for you. I Do think that that's the always kind of thing. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yet, I constantly, yeah, I constantly, when I see, when I see, like, um, you know, just, like, old brothers, like, saying that they're doing this. When I see, like, a bunch of random people when I that I met in college that they're doing this and that, I congratulate always. There is no reason to be upset about that because you're not there yet. I'm not where I want to be, but I will get there eventually. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that doesn't mean I gotta be a hater to 
oh, this person buying a house, this person getting into real estate, this person being a top manager at this, this, and that, this person doing that. Congratulate. I feel encourage. like if anything, that should be motivation. Like, exactly. yeah, praise, praise you them did for that. what they have done. Exactly. But also, it's like, I will be there one day. One day, I will be the manager. One day, I will be the director. One day, I will buy that house. Or Dude, a bigger people, house. You people have to that, praise other people for what they have accomplished because they put in the work to get there. Exactly. And you have to do the same. You and that's a same. that's a goal. For whatever, it shouldn't be something you should envy in a negative way. It should some it should be something you envy in a positive way. Where it's exactly. like I want that. I want to reach to that level. And I support everything that they've done to get there. And I hope that one day I can do that. Maybe I'll hit them up and yeah. I'll ask them, Hey, how did you get there? What did you do to get to the level that you're at? Let me learn from you, and maybe I'll get it faster. Maybe you can help me. And I think that's just one way you can humble yourself and learn from other people's oh, of experience. Course. Of course. Literally, I remember when, you know, you, I was like, we were friends during that time when I went through the time of, like, me not having a car. And it was a struggle, bro. I had to, like, ask people for rides. I was Ubering. I was taking the bus. Like, I was, I was doing it all. Why? Because eventually I was gonna get to where I wanted to, and now I have my own car. I remember how happy you know? I was when you got your car. You were oh, you were so you. happy about your getting your car. Stupid happy. I was because positive. I was like, damn, you that got shit your car. Took, okay, dude, that shit took some balls. That shit took hard work. Like having a car. Now I think about it, having a car payment, a car insurance, it hurts. And that, it hurts like, my wallet. It hurts. It hurts, it hurts my wallet, but <laughs> it's what I wanted, and it yeah. was something that I I I'm able to say I did that for myself. You mm-hmm. know. And I think most importantly, like... Are you almost done, by the way? With what? Hand, hand it off? Uh, I think I was all like a year left. That's not bad. Yeah. Not yeah, because I think yours is a year more than mine. And I barely finished mine this year. Then, yeah, mine would be like a year then. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I was so happy when I was done. Yeah. And I'm so glad I finished it, like, right before the pandemic. Because I was like, oh, that's $400 that more in my pocket. I was like, oh, I don't got to no, worry about that- a car payment. Like, no, God. dude, when I, when I had to start worrying about this car payment, I was just like, damn. But then at the same time, I was just like, no, nope, you know what? Like, I worked hard for this. It was something that, in a way, it was like something I had to, like, go about it, like, by myself. But at the end of the day, that's not what it is. I had a lot of people, like, supporting me, backing me up, all of that, you know? And I, and I think that's another important main point that I have to make here is that you... As much as you want to say, like, oh, I, I went through that on my own, I did it on my own, no. There's people that were there with you, and whether it was a small amount or a big amount. And we have to remember that, and that needs to humble yourself, because at the end of the day, yes, you put in the work. Mm-hmm. But don't forget the encouragement you got, the support that you got. If you really did do that shit on your own, kudos to you. Yeah, by all means, But I feel congrats. like, at the end of the day, we need to, like... Um, oh, it's just crazy because I want to talk about so many things. Like, I want to talk about how, like, the reason why I'm at where I'm at now is because I've gained so many mentors along this journey of what you call life. You know what I'm saying? I have so many mentors. One of my own best friends I look up to. You know what I mean? And people would, like, never want to do that because they're just like, oh, but we're the same age. It doesn't fucking matter. If you guys are able to help each other, that's a mentor within itself. Yeah. If you can find a mentor within your significant other, boom. You know that's what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's a mentor. That's someone that's helping you along this journey. Shit ain't easy. It's not. Yeah. But if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. You know what I'm saying? And that's why to everyone going through a very tough time during this pandemic, you have a purpose. You're obviously here, so that means you're able to handle it. It might be a little bit tougher for others than the next person. But at the end of the day, you are able to handle this. So thrive, king. Thrive, queen. That's all I'm about. I'm all about encouraging. I'm all about motivating. People I couldn't even fucking stand in college. At Motivated Maka. That ass. But literally, like, people I couldn't stand in college. If I see them doing good, good job. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Did that. Mm -hmm. Emojis all over that place. Because you did that. You know what I'm saying? Good shit, yeah. Good shit. Like, I, I can't may not be mad like at you, that. Even, damn, though, you did even though you were fucking annoying or whatever, 
Good shit. That's Even though you reminded the teacher that we had an essay due on Monday, that good I, shit on the oh house. Oh my god. Good shit on the Dude, house. I still remember those people in, in college. <laughs> you know, I'm not even done with college, but the fact that I'm done with the physical aspect of being yes. there, because the rest <laughs> of my degree is online, like, I always point to, like, oh, when I was physically there, <laughs> that shit was nuts. Like, fucking Brittany over here reminding Professor Susan that we have an essay due on Monday. Fuck her. But... You I know, love your new, I love your new house. You knew, you knew damn well, like, everyone was out here <laughs> tweeting some shit like that. <laughs> I think that's a good note to wrap this up on. We have to head out anyways. All right. I'm All right. right. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Love you. Love you. All right. Bye, everybody. Oh, bye, everybody. I'm trying to finish this room. <laughs>